0: Harrison Agents, to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello.
1: Good yes, we are back. 8.41 on this Monday morning and we are reliving what was an unbelievable AFL Grand Final on the weekend. And one man that was a part of the game Back in uh, when they met last time, Collingwood and Brisbane, was our Tasmanian star, Brody Holland, who's been good enough to join us on the show this morning. G'day, Brodie.
2: Uh, good morning, lads. How are we?
1: We're well, mate. How are you? More importantly, you, you watch your beloved Pies win flag number 16 on Saturday. Uh, how, how are you as you wake up this Monday morning?
2: Uh, well, the voice is a little bit husky, as you can probably tell, <laughs> but we've um, had, uh, yeah, had a pretty enjoyable weekend. Uh, I must admit, I didn't go to the game, but um, I couldn't quite get enough tickets for the whole family. Um, so I thought I'd uh, I'd share the moment, uh, which is a special moment with the with the young kids.
1: Lovely,
0: very nice of you, Brady. Because I don't know if you heard last week, but Brent got tickets. Doesn't even go for Collingwood or Brisbane. Uh, his wife and his son do did, and he took the tickets and took Tim, off by himself and left them at this. home. We've been so this, Tim. great, he can actually learn a bit from you. But mate, it must have been sweet for you <laughs> watching, given it was um the 2003 was against Brisbane the world. Did you feel a little bit of revenge
2: there for the old boys? Yeah, yes, it's, uh, it was a 20th anniversary revenge game, as uh, as I titled it. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, we waited a long time to get uh, one back on on the Lions. That's for sure. But um, a lot of the players playing probably. Wouldn't have remembered that, or probably you know, I think Nick Daycos might have even been born that year. But um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, look, for waiting a long time, and we look, you know, look, times have changed certainly, and um, you know, there's there's different things to play for, and um, you know, obviously the premiership, uh, getting the sixteenth premiership, and and uh, being top of that list is uh, is also very exciting. But, but look, you know, the club are really building something special at the moment, and. I could see this group going on to, to you know, win uh, another two or three of these if, if they can get it right from here, which would be amazing for the footy club. Mm.
1: You, you mentioned revenge there, Brodie. It, does it feel a bit weird that some of your your fiercest rivals, I suppose, from those those playing days, Craig McRae and Justin Lepitch, are the, some of the masterminds behind Collingwood's success
2: now? Yeah, it's interesting the way it all sort of uh, comes around, isn't it? Um, Yeah, look. um, Obviously, Fly's done a a magnificent job. Um, Glad that we got into our club, and he's not somewhere else. (laughs) Um, You know, and he's look—he's just a great person with great values, and he's a super coach. Um, One thing I love about Fly, you send him a text message, and he'll—he'll send one back within a few minutes and say thanks very much for the support. And you know, he's always—you know—gives everyone the time of day and. He's been brilliant with the past players as well, and getting them back to the club and getting them involved, and uh, that's what we love. That's, that's what it's about. is really trying to build that family orientated club and um, and turn it into a club like footy clubs used to be as well, not just a robotic you know professional club, uh, which which uh, you know AFL footy can be like a little bit these days.
0: Yeah, you've sort of answered it there, but you presented Tom Mitchell with his match in his, his first game for the Pies. And Craig McRae's mm. done an amazing job like you said, building this back into a footy club that's really, I suppose, accessible. Is it—is it the best you've seen it in your time um, from a past player's perspective, being sort of oh, look,
2: allowed I back and
0: around the community?
2: Yeah, I think it probably is. I think when Nick Maxwell first got back to the club, he was, he was getting us all involved, which was great. And he, he, he did some some great things. I think when Side bottom played his... His two hundredth or two fiftieth, um, it was I, I think from memory. He, he got all the players back, and we sort of got, had a bit of a get together with uh, side bottom, his family, and the footy club, which was great. So uh, we got involved in that, but obviously COVID hit, and Nick's not at the club anymore. So Fly sort of uh, on the back of that wanted to really get the, the past players involved again, and and that and that's what he's done. You know, is um, you know he got me back and my family as well, the three kids, for to present that medal. Um, uh, sorry to present the jumper to Tom Mitchell, and and uh, that that was great. I thought I was just there to present the jumper, and we actually sat in the pre-game tactical um, um, meeting leading into the Geelong game in round one, and we sat through that whole meeting, and the kids were just couldn't believe we were involved in in that, um, which was pretty amazing. And he had literally volunteers and trainers and you know every coach known to mankind was in that there would have been 100 people in that team meeting it just really you know galvanized uh, that footy club to get them off to a really good start um start of this season
1: Brody holland is our guest on SEN tassie breakfast this morning Brody, you coached Brody my at marabondong park when he first moved over from tassie did you ever imagine he'd become the player that he is today and he's just got a wonderful story hasn't he
2: Oh, look, he's always, a, yeah, look, he's it's, it's a great story. It's, uh, there's not too many better than, than his story, really. I mean, he didn't get drafted. I think it was an Australian centre-half back in the Under-18 National Carnival. Most contested possessions for the carnival didn't get drafted. Um, so I sort of got him over to see if he could have a crack at and VFL and he did all the pre-season with and VFL and then did a. Didn't get uh, even selected for the VFL there, which he sort of got put on a, a bit of a rookie list, train-on list, if you like, yeah. at Essendon VFL. Then um, because he didn't get listed, we got him at Merrimanong Park where I was coaching, and he ended up playing a full, good full season there at a 19-year-old, and and then to, off to Werribee VFL after that, and sort of did it the hard way. Um, so yeah, it's a really good story, and just one for uh, you know persistence and resilience, and and uh, certainly that's a. Uh, Probably the number one attribute you've got to have is, uh, is being able to persist and uh, and live the lost goal and uh, mentally be able to you know keep keep going and I, I think um, through uh, through through that resilience he's found a way to get himself on a list and and uh, now he's a premiership player. Uh,
0: Jeremy Howe, another Tassie boy. How impressed with you have you been with him? Um, coming back from a serious injury, firstly, and then just how important he's been to with the way he sets him up behind the ball.
2: Yeah, like, really important. Obviously, uh, he's a super player. He, he was sorely missed, obviously, when he did that um, that injury to the leg. And uh, to having him back, not just as an set marker, which is really important in this game, but obviously he's a very good defender, great ball user. Uh, but you know, more importantly, he's a he's a, he's a great leader. So the Tassie boys are uh, heavily involved and really influencing um, how the game on the weekend, which is which is always great to see. As, as you know, we always. Um, watch out for our Tessie boys and make sure that uh, we're uh, supporting them all the way through.
1: Now, Brody, over a month ago, you stepped down as the Northern Bull Lance coach in the VFL. What have you been up to since and what are your plans going forward, mate?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm actually taking a, a slight step back in terms of workload. Um, it was a pretty busy year, as you can imagine, trying to get a, a team so far back um, up and up and going. Um didn't quite work out exactly how I wanted in the end. Um, They're looking for a, a part-time senior coach, and um, I, my uh, thoughts were or wasn't going to happen. Part-time it was, it was just so much work to do around the place. Um, so uh, look, I'm just taking a little step back, and ironically, I'm going back to Melbourne Park in the SN League to coach them again, where it all started for me in coaching. So that'll be a bit of fun. All very local to to where I live in Melbourne. Um, so uh, that should be a bit of fun, mate, getting back in, into the real world and doing a bit of work here and there and uh, wife and I just uh, doing a bit of social media um, advertising and so forth as our little joint business. So, yeah, things, things are good, life's good and uh, hopefully I'll get to see my family a bit more, <laughs> a bit more this year cause I certainly didn't do too much of that last year.
0: Uh, and speaking of having a bit of fun, I believe relive the rivalries back on this weekend. You are coming down? What sort of shape are you in? What can we expect from Brody Holland?
2: Uh, well, the shape's not quite as good as what I what I was. I think last time I came down, uh, I actually <laughs> tore my Achilles um, or ruptured my Achilles back in December. <laughs> um, so, but I am back on track and running now. Um, um, usually, what running one day, having a week off is <laughs> to recover is usually. Uh, uh, the, the protocol these days. But, look, yeah, I'll be down. It uh, should be a great game, obviously great cause. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can drive a lot of people through the gates, um, you know, so there's um, some some big names coming down, Fev, and so forth. So, look, it should be, should be fantastic fun. And looking forward to catching up with a few old boys as well, which is always great.
1: What's it like coming down and playing with some of the guys you mightn't have got to play with, I suppose? Uh, must be pretty special being able to line up against some of those guys.
2: Yeah, it is actually. It's, it's it's good. I suppose when you when you retire, the one thing you love about footy, or one thing I loved, is actually the the preparation. Is you, you know that week, getting your body right, a bit of training, uh, getting the mindset right, and then and then building it up into uh, into game. You don't you don't do that anymore. It's sort of that whole week uh, leading into an important game or a, or a big game or something you miss. Um, so to be able to get involved in something really important um, cause. Um, and uh, get involved, and obviously play against some stars that uh, you, you wouldn't necessarily have played with is, is fantastic. And um, yeah, just uh, having a bit of a run around, doing what you do best, and, and then kicking back and having a beer with some of your mates is, um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's one one day of the year I always look forward to. I've only I think I've played in three, but um, you know, it's. Um, You know, I would have liked to have got down to a a few more, that's for sure. And and hopefully uh, this game keeps going to a a whole new level. Jamie Wiggins has done a fantastic job in getting really the rivalry up and going. And um, it's usually quite entertaining. You know, the crowd's probably haven't been quite as as big as what we would have hoped in some years. But it's definitely the last few years have been building.
0: We just got a text in from one of our listeners here, Brody, saying, what does Brody think of the TSL and in particular Glenorchy's plight at the moment? So Glenorchy obviously been struggling a little bit. The TSL is wrapping up next year. Have you been across all that?
2: Oh, God, just probably hearing as much as what you guys are at the moment. But, yeah, look, it's um, it's probably something that maybe had to happen. Look, it's always been tough when, you know, you've got... The yeah, AFL is so strong. The telecast, you know, you can you can telecast from just, just about every single channel, and there's always a game on at certain stages of the weekend. So it's really hard to to generate that excitement in in the TSL. I think when you break it down, the one thing that probably hurt them a little bit is is was when AFL started becoming big. The attention went to that, um, and then when you, you had to travel to Devonport or Burnie and these other clubs initially. Um, you sort of have a, a week a weekend off watching your local team and then you sort of get in the habit of not watching them. So um, to be, you know, to, to break them off into their regions is probably what you need to do. So you've got local footy um, or in, in that region every single weekend. So you get in the habit of going every weekend and enjoying it every weekend. And um, I think that's probably the best way to go at this stage. So it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. But, um, yeah, I think that's the right move.
1: Brody, great to talk to you, mate, and well done to your magpies on the weekend. Great to uh, hear your insights and uh, all the best this weekend for Relive the Rivalry. Thanks for joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast.
2: Always. Good on you, lads. Thanks for having me. Go, pies.
1: <laughs> Brody Holland joining <laughs> us. We're off to a break and coming up to wind up the show next year on SEN Tassie Breakfast.